Hello and welcome. I'm Ben Thompson. We begin in eastern Ukraine, where Russia's mercenary Wagner Group claims it is in control of the fiercely contested town of Bakhmut. The head of the group unfurled a Russian flag at Bakhmut's city hall and declared this. This is Wagner private military company's flag. These are the guys who took Bakhmut. In a legal sense, it's ours. The enemy remains in the western districts. And the unit's commanders who were capturing the administration building and the whole central district will carry on and put these flags up. Well, that is a claim that is disputed by Kyiv, which says its forces still hold the town. Well, the Wagner chief also paid tribute to the leading Russian military blogger Vladlin Tatarsky, who was killed in an explosion at a cafe in St. Petersburg. In the last hour, Russia's interior ministry has named a woman called Daria Trepova as a suspect in the killing and placed her on its wanted list. Oh, well, let's take you live now to Moscow and we'll speak to our correspondent there, Will Vernon. Will, just bring us up to date. Events moving relatively quickly in this last hour. A suspect has now been named. Just talk to us about the significance of that. That's right. It's still not clear uh, who was behind this killing. But just recently, the Russian Interior Ministry uh, have added a 26-year-old woman from St. Petersburg, Daria Trepova, uh, to their federal wanted list. Uh, and she was named by several Russian media as a person of interest in connection with this bombing. We should say she's not been named as a suspect yet. Uh, so it doesn't say why she's being sought, uh, but Russian media have named her as a person of interest. Uh, what we do know is that last night an unidentified explosive device detonated in the cafe, killing Vladlen Tatarsky, the prominent military blogger. And several Russian media said that just before the blast, uh, Tatarsky was past some sort of statuette uh, and that the explosive materials could have been hidden in that. Now, you might be thinking, why is all this important? This wasn't a Russian official. This wasn't a military officer even. This was a blogger, albeit a very well-known one. Uh, and, you know, the, the kind of community of pro-Kremlin military bloggers have taken on this quite high profile in Russia since the war started just over a year ago. And many of them even go as far as to criticize the Russian authorities, the, the military, even the president himself, for perceived setbacks on the battlefield in Ukraine. And as, as we know, there have been plenty of those. Now, on last night's bombing, several Russian officials have already pointed the finger of blame at Kiev. A Ukrainian spokesman denied Ukraine had anything to do with it. But what I think is clear is that this incident will worry a lot of ordinary Russians um, because this will be, you know, yet another kind of sign that for them the war is coming closer and closer to their homes. Um, Will, stay with us. There are more developments that I want to discuss with you this morning. But let's at this point bring in our correspondent Hugo Beshega, who is in Kiev for us. Hugo, welcome. Um, talk to us. And, and Will touched on it there, the battlefield in Ukraine, of course, uh, that fighting still continues. Talk to us about the significance this morning of that mercenary group that is claiming that it is in control of Bakhmut. 
Yeah, Ben, so we had this claim from the head of the Wagner Group, which has been leading the fighting uh, there in that part of uh, the country. And uh, he has claimed that the Russian flag has been raised uh, in the city. Now, we haven't had any reaction from the Ukrainians uh, this morning. Uh, we had an update from the army. Uh, it said fighting continued uh, in Bakhmut, but there wasn't any kind of confirmation that uh, this claim was uh, true. And obviously, uh, Bakhmut has uh, been uh, the main focus of Russian forces in the east of the country. And uh, for a very long time, the Ukrainians have been defending uh, this uh, city. Uh, the authorities here say that uh, it is important to defend Bakhmut because if the Russians were to capture this city, they would be in a position from which they would be able to attack uh, major cities in the east of the country. And also they believe that this is part of the strategy that by you know, uh, engaging the Russian forces in this war of attrition in Bakhmut, they are uh, causing major casualties on the Russian side. Uh, the Russians are also uh, losing a lot of equipment and using a lot of ammunition. And this is happening, obviously, uh, as the Ukrainians are expected to launch a major offensive to try to take back territory that's now under occupation. So obviously, if this is confirmed, it has a lot of symbolism. And obviously, for the Russians, they've been trying to capture Bakhmut because, as Will was saying, they've suffered a number of military setbacks here on the battlefield, and they need some kind of victory to show the public at home that they can achieve their goals here in this invasion. Yes, Hugo, um, let's bring in Will once again. And, and Will, it's interesting if you start looking at this and Hugo there talking about the importance from a propaganda point of view of, of that victory uh, that they are claiming in Bakhmut. Interesting that the Ukrainian presidential adviser blaming that uh, blast in St. Petersburg. They say it's on Russian internal political fight, saying spiders are eating each other in a jar. This will be a war of words as well, won't it? That's right. And, and you know, the, the Ukrainian line very much has been that, you know, this is internal, some sort of internal battle uh, in Russia. Of course, we don't know that. Uh, what what we do know is that there are certainly a lot of men with guns in this country, right? So, you know, last year we had prisoners, convicts being released from Russian prisoners, given guns, mobilization, a huge kind of large scale recruitment campaign for the Russian army, because as we know, the Russian army uh, is low on troops. And, you know, that's a kind of toxic mixture of lots of quite angry young men and lots of weapons. Uh, the, the Commerçant Russian newspaper reported last week that murders in this country uh, have risen. Last year they rose for the first time in 20 years. Uh, I'm just seeing actually a, a, a short statement that's come in from the Russian Investigative Committee, which is Russia's version of the FBI, and who's, who have been uh, investigating the blasts last night in St. Petersburg. Short statement saying, uh, in connection with the explosion in the cafe in St. Petersburg, um, uh, employees of the, sorry, I'm just translating this, employees of the investigative committee, uh, together with other uh, services, have arrested or have detained Daria Trepova. So uh, that 26-year-old woman from St. Petersburg that we were talking about earlier, again, we don't know, you know, to what extent uh, she is a suspect yet, but she has been detained, it seems, by the Russian authorities. Yes, an interesting development uh, there, uh, Will, and thank you for that. And let me, before you go, let me just ask you uh, news too this morning that Russia is to move some nuclear weapons closer to the border of Belarus. Um, so one would assume that escalating uh, the tensions with NATO members, of course, and escalating Moscow's standoff 
with the West. Yes, this was a statement we saw yesterday from the Russian uh, envoy to Minsk, who said that nuclear weapons, nuclear missiles would be moved to Belarus's western borders. And that, so that is right on the border with NATO countries. Um, this was expected. You know, President Putin, right back in December last year, said that uh, missiles, nuclear capable missiles, were already being uh, moved to Belarus, which is, of course, uh, Moscow's closest ally, uh, a country with which there is a, a formerly a union state between the two nations, and which, of course, uh, allowed its territory, territory to be used as a staging post for Russia's invasion uh, of Ukraine in February last year. So uh, not, not a huge supply, uh, surprise that this, uh, the, these plans were unveiled, but still something I think that will cause a lot of worry uh, in the West, in NATO, in the EU, uh, and of course, most immediately, uh, amongst Belarus's closest neighbours. Will Vernon in Moscow and Hugo Bishega there in Kyiv for now. Thank you.